Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome to Soul to Soul right here on 101.9 Chai FM. I'm your host, Rabbi Ari Kiefman, and it's great to be with you here this wonderful afternoon. Wonderful to be back live in studio once again. And I hope you all had a wonderful, fabulous, refreshing, should I say, rejuvenating holiday season here at the Chabad Seniors Club. Certainly enjoyed about two weeks Good time to have a break. And on Monday, we are back in person at Chabad, but of course on Zoom as well. And just to tell you a little bit about the activities going on and in store for our seniors program on a Monday afternoon, anyone who is young at heart could come join us for memory classes, occupational therapy with Cynthia Lipts at 9.30 a.m., followed by a shiur, and I'll get to what our new fascinating series of classes is going to be like in a moment and hopefully give you a taste of that so you could come join us on a regular basis. And then there will be a delicious lunch. Starting soon, Monday afternoons, we will have Art Therapy with Kim Abadi. So that will be a great activity from 1 to 3 p.m. that you could join us for. And on Tuesday mornings, we have breathing and stretching exercises at 9.30 a.m., followed by a fabulous share. In fact, we're calling our series of classes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, Book Smart. This is the Chabad Seniors um, academy where we talk about and learn lots of things that you may have missed a couple of years back ago in school or perhaps if you didn't get a chance to go to Cheder, then now's your chance. And what a lot of people have been asking us about is they want to get a better overview of their Judaism. We hear all these types of books, Torah and Medrash and Talmud, Halacha, Musar, Kabbalah, you name it, there's so much. But regardless of one's degree of engagement with Judaism and all of its fascinating teachings, we are obviously familiar with all these ideas and certainly we've encountered it. You go to Shul and Shabbos, you have conversations with a rabbi, you attended a shir, you hear the Medrash says this and the Talmud discusses that and according to Kabbalah, this it's all great, but the question is, what exactly is it, right? When and how and why and by whom were each of these amazing, fascinating works written? What is the Kabbalah, a lot of people wonder? What makes a particular teaching a medrash? When the rabbi is quoting the medrash, what is he talking about? Each of these areas of Jewish learning has its own unique history, its own authors, its heroes, its own library of classics and foundational works, its own methodologies and objectives, its own ecosystem and culture. Each is a world unto itself. And even as they all collectively nourish the unceasing quest for wisdom and knowledge that is defined us as the Jewish people, the people of the book, for how many centuries since Matan Torah? So what we intend to do in the coming months, if you join our Chabad Seniors Club, is that every day we are going to immerse ourselves in a little journey for one hour each day before lunch, and we'll go through the multiverse of Jewish learning. And what we want you to gain, to join us on this daily journey, where we'll not only learn about all these different fields of study, but also to experience them firsthand. As many people, many seniors have expressed to me that they want to get a better idea, call it right here. We're on 101.9 High FM. So you want that Judaism 101. 
And that's what we're going to do is familiarize ourselves with all of or so many different books of Judaism from the Torah and analyze the Medrash and engage in the Talmud and debate and analyze various halachic elements and, and discuss the different codes of Jewish law and commentaries and responsa. And we will investigate various ideas in Jewish philosophy and ethics and hopefully decipher and understand what it's all about. So give me a moment. We'll be right back and discuss some of what's up and what's planned for the coming months. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. While we talk about homework help, I must mention that at Chabad Seniors, one of the activities that we plan to renew this year that has been in full swing all before COVID and then unfortunately took a hiatus during COVID. In fact, we need to recollect some of our iPads from those seniors who've borrowed during COVID for Zoom is our Pad Project Connect in which senior citizens can come to Chabaras and learn how to use their technology. We will bring in high school students, please God, who will interact with the seniors who come to Chabad. And by the, the high school students, call them tech tutors, teaching seniors how to use their technology. Many seniors actually reciprocate by doing homework with many of the high school students who volunteer their time. So it is a really nice intergenerational activity and program. And for all those who are in that seniority age and stage of life, I encourage you, it's a real great opportunity to come join our daily programs at Chabad House and to to be part of this. As you could tell, the first part of the day from 9.30 till 10.15, we have a physical exercise on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. And then we have a sheer Monday through Thursday from 10.15 till 11.30, always followed by lunch and in the afternoon some days we also have activities. And as I was talking about some of what the theme of our Shear series is going to be, it's one where you will take this journey through various areas of Torah. And what you'll discover is hopefully those areas of Torah will no longer be abstract terms where it won't just be something foreign and aloof or distant that you're familiar with the language but don't understand what we're talking about. But rather, instead of it being abstract ideas, they will become familiar domains of your mind and will give us this opportunity, will provide us the the context of what our learning is all about, what it means when we study Torah, what is Torah. So in fact, Please, I really want to invite anyone and everyone to join us at Chabaras next week. And what we try to do in our program, if we could get everything prepared in time, is that it, we have texts for you to follow with. We have PowerPoint presentations. We have videos. And I try to select specific videos of history. The videos are an important part. Firstly, so you're not listening to this monotonous voice for a full hour plus, but rather... When you have a video that is interspersed between the classes and discussions and questions and PowerPoint presentations on the screen to visualize, to help you visualize the ideas that are being discussed, then it really gives you a holistic way of learning, a way that taps into all one's senses because there's discussion, there's questions, answers, texts that are read and analyzed, and of course, a significant part of the class is where we look at the history 
of so many different parts of Torah. And I certainly make time to do my homework in advance to provide you with very interesting videos that will give you a very good overview on each idea that we're discussing. So it, it's not just a entertainment idea, but I find it to be an integral component of our discussions because they they really when I a video is able to give you some visualization of something that perhaps I can't on my own explain and might be able to give you a better background of each of the areas of Torah that we're going to discuss. So, for example, next week, we'll start with the very basics, the very beginning, the Torah. What's in the 24 books of the Torah? People ask, you know why Jews have long noses? And we know the answer is to stick them in the five books of Moses. But the truth is we know there's a lot more than just five books of Moses. That is what some call the Pentateuch, which is meaning coming from the etymology of five, that's Torah itself. We'll talk about that. And when was it transcribed? And when? what is the written Torah versus the oral Torah? And we'll review the contents of Tatanach. I know that not everybody has a chance to go through the entire Torah, you know, not even the five books of Moses, but you know that there's the Nevi'im. Tanakh stands for Torah, Nevi'im, Kesuvim. So there's the Torah, the five books of Moses, and then there's the Nevi'im, the eight books of the prophets, and then there's the Kesuvim, which is the 11 scriptural books. And what we intended over the coming weeks is to explore the relationship between the written Torah and the many thousands of works of Jewish teachings that extend from it, and how Jew, Jewish... Uh, um, Theology and literature is, is, you know, gleaned from these. So what I'm hoping, and when you come, we'll talk about what is the Torah, right? What, what's in it? And we'll take a bird's eye view of the entire map of Torah literature and the variety of genres that it includes, in fact. So just to understand that when we say Torah, we're not only talking about Tanakh, Tarnavim Kasuvim. There's also the Medrash, and there's also Talmud, and there's also Halacha, and there's Musar, and there's Chakira, and there's Kabbalah, and there's Hasidus, and so much more that we want to analyze. And we'll become familiar with the contents of each of these. So we'll start off with the 20 books of the, 24 books of the Tanakh. And we'll learn about the differences between the various sections of Tarnavim and Kasuvim. And we'll see how the Tanakh is the source of all of Jewish learning. And any Jewish law has to be based on, has to be sourced in the scriptures. And hopefully we'll get an understanding of the relationship between the written and oral Torah. And of the partnership of divine revelation. And yes, the human side of it, the human intervention where we apply our minds and what Chazal, our great sages of righteous memory throughout history, all the way to contemporary scholars, rabbis and rabbitsons, and to know and understand what methods are used to learn from the Torah. So there's so much to analyze and to discuss and to really get a good understanding of this. And this is based on the feedback that I received from those who would attend and participate in our classes. And that's our intentions. Let me just take you through what the plan is for the coming week so you could come and join us and appreciate the geschmack, the delight, the joy of Torah. When we use this term Torah, there's 
two primary meanings of Torah. And in its more specific sense, we're talking about the Torah that we study, the Chumash, the five books of the Torah, right? What we read from a Torah scroll, a Sefer Torah. Now, in the broader sense, the Torah is not limited to that because Torah is a terminology that we use very broadly for the entire body of Jewish teachings. All the different genres that we discuss, composed by many thousands of authors over the last 3,334 years. So what's the nature of that relationship between the two Torahs? How does the five books of the Torah given to us by Moshe, by Moses, how does that develop into all these other teachings that we have? Now, considering going back for a moment to understand that there are two forms of Torah. There's the written Torah and the oral Torah. Jewish tradition insists that the written Torah is basically a inviolable text. Every word, every letter is significant and is to be meticulously preserved. Whereas the oral Torah, yes, it has to remain an ongoing oral communication from teacher to disciple. So from one teacher to the next student throughout the generations. For many centuries, it was actually forbidden that the written Torah, uh, sorry, that the oral Torah to be transcribed. It wasn't officially written down. That's why it's called oral. But even after it was written down, which we will discuss in greater detail, by whom, by the great Rabbi Yehuda Anasi decided to preserve it, and therefore, when he realized that Jews are being dispersed around the world, it came time to take that oral transmission, the tradition that was taught from teacher to student, and to actually write it down, What, which gave us the Mishnah. But that's why it's called the Oral Torah, even though today it's written, because originally it was only transmitted from teacher to disciple, but ultimately it's written down today. So what is the deeper reason for this duality of Torah, which is something we're going to discuss in great detail when you join us in person in our classes, please God, in the coming weeks. Let's say even just next week we intend to discuss these specific ideas. We'll look at the 24 books of Torah. I've got a great video that will be able to illustrate it in the best way. The 24 books of the Torah, of the written Torah I'm talking about, even within it, if you think about what genre, if I were to ask you, what genre is the Torah? Now, when you say Bible, bibliography is most related to history. But Torah is not just history. In fact, what we learn is that Torah is our story. In fact, the Hebrew word for Torah is meaning instruction. It's an instruction manual for our life. And when you look throughout the 24 books of Tanakh, you will see that it includes so many different genres such as law and ethics and history and poetry and philosophy and psychology and virtually every other genre of, of, of any literature you can imagine. So the common denominator of all of them is that they all provide what a Torah means and that's why they're part of the Torah. Torah means instruction. They give us instruction of how to live our lives. So yes, it's not just the stories of our ancestors, the patriarchs and matriarchs, or this week as we start the book of Shemos and we read about the slavery of our ancestors. It's not just that. Yes, there are stories and there's history. But it's also my story because 
in each parsha, there are so many laws that we learn. And there are values and morals and ethics that we derive. And in fact, we read the poetry within it. You, if you pay attention, you'll see. And so much philosophy and psychology and so much more. So while we have the grouping of these 24 books of Torah and Kusuvim, as we talked about, the prophets, the, the scriptures, and that's three levels of divine revelation specifically. Those, that era was an era of direct communication. There was prophecy, and that's why we read of each of the prophets of that time. But as you go through it, there's so much more detail that we could learn, and we will tap into those sources from which the Mishnah, the Talmud, Musar, Kabbalah, and Halacha all derives the ideology of Judaism that we practice the morals and ethics, the inspirational teachings of the Torah, that all comes from these specific books. And what oftentimes I notice is that there seems to be a conflicting statements about the nature of what is oral Torah. On the one hand, we're told that every word of Torah, both the written and the oral, is of divine origin, which means Moses, Moshe Rabbeinu, transmitted it already when he came down from Mount Sinai, he handed it over in this unbroken chain of tradition throughout that's passed on throughout the generations. But on the other hand, we have this rule that Torah loba shemaim, the Torah is not in heaven, and that the human mind, we each have to apply our mind. We're charged with that mission, with that purpose to decide and even in every generation to innovate Torah laws and ideas. Much of modern technology did not exist in past generations. Every generation today has to develop and apply and decide how does that fit? How does it synthesize with Torah? And there are certain passages in the Talmud that we learn from and we could see this very complex this this paradox that on the one hand there are the oral laws that were transmitted from Moses at Sinai but at the same time we have to learn from those and that's why we have various principles of how to derive those laws and I invite you to come join us throughout the week where we will extrapolate we'll learn these ideas and apply them and practice and see how it makes sense. You think of a strand of DNA encapsulates everything that a person will become. But this person is a new, novel, constantly growing and developing entity. And likewise, while the entire Torah was communicated to us at Sinai, according to our tradition... But our mind, the human mind, is the womb in which the Torah develops as a constantly growing and expanding organism. And this divine human duality exists between between these two aspects of Jewish law because God desired that the Torah should embody this partnership between Him, God Almighty, and each of us. So while the whole Torah embodies this partnership, in the written Torah, the divine side of the partnership is 
noticed, we could see the divine revelations. And it's expressed in the precise wording of every single verse, each of the texts. Whereas in the oral Torah, that's where the human contribution is more pronounced. And that's where it finds expression in our humanly driven understanding of the laws, how to apply it. So while the letters and words of the Torah are the source code, it's the textbook for the entire body of all of Jewish learning that we have to this very day. Every subject teaching or law in the oral Torah obviously has its source in the written Torah. And so this is going to be a beautiful journey in which we have the opportunity to to analyze the vast body of Jewish learning from all the way back to the very beginning, to the Torah that we received at Mount Sinai, and to understand the unique character and function of each genre of Torah, to familiarize ourselves with its primary works, with all of the authors, with with each book. You know, so while Tehillim, as probably the most famous book outside of the five books of Moses, we know is composed or compiled by King David, will experience the flavor of each of the different books and understand it's more obvious when you have a book of Shmuel and you understand it's about the prophet Samuel and his lifetime and may be composed and authored by him. And that's what we're going to do is analyze each of these books. We start with the basic questions. What is the Torah? We learn from, we learn that this term Torah that we discussed is not only the written Torah, but the oral Torah and the various teachings of the Torah that we will explore and we'll be right back to discuss a little more. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back to Soul to Soul right here on 101.9 Chai FM and I'm your host Rabbi Yari Kivan. What we've been talking about is what our plans are for those who will join us, please God, in the coming months at the Chabad Seniors Club, how we are planning to go through all of the genres of Jewish teachings. And like I said, we're going to start off with the Torah and talk about what is the Torah and to understand the difference between the written and the oral Torah. And then we'll talk about the genres of Torah. We we talk about the the five books of Moses and the prophets and the scriptures. And then we'll go into Midrashic works and Talmud and commentaries and halachic works of Jewish law and understand what is Jewish ethics, Musar, uh, philosophical works, Chakira. And we'll look at Kabbalah, Jewish mysticism and Hasidus and various biblical commentaries. There are so many commentaries throughout Jewish history and it's worthwhile to get an understanding of what each of them and what their contribution was. What was, what are they teaching us? And if, when you look through the Torah itself, if we get a chance to go through, so we have the five books of Moses. Well, five books. You got Bereshit, the book of Genesis, and the book of Shemos that we're just starting this week, the book of Exodus, and then we're going to get to the book of Ayikra, Leviticus, and then we'll get to the Midbar, the book of Numbers, and then Devarim, Deuteronomy, and then we go through the various prophets. So you have the prophets. Well, you have starting with Joshua. And what we plan to do, it's going to take time. But if you want to get an analysis, maybe each day we'll go through a few, depending how much time we have, depending how much I'm able to prepare. We'll look at what is the prophet Joshua. What is, let's get a basic understanding of what, what is in each book of the, of the Torah. So we're not going to analyze each parsha in great detail if we're going to do this, but 
if you want to get a more of an overview, we'll do exactly that. And then we'll look at each prophet. And then we look at the books of the judges. And we look at the, you know, the kings and the prophets Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel, right? Very great prophets throughout history. You have Yeshua and Yermiyahu and Yecheskel and, and Yeshayahu. And then you have the Treyasa, the 12 prophets, Hosea and Yoel and Amos and Avadia and Yonah and Micha and Nachum and Chabakuk and Sfanya and Chagai and Zechariah and Malachi. And what are the various writings, the scriptures? So, yes, we're familiar with Tehillim. We say Psalms. What about Mishle, Proverbs, attributed to King Solomon, son of King David, in the book of Eov, of Job? And then another famous one from King Solomon, Shir Hashirim, Song of Songs. Then the book of Ruth that we always tend to study around the time of Shavuos. And we want to give you with each of these, I'm going to, I'm planning to print copies, not of the full book because that's going to be impossible. Or maybe we could have the full book around and everybody could just, you know, look at a few texts and analyze and discuss them. We, we read the book of Echa Lamentations when it comes to Tisha B'Av. But what's it about? Usually when it comes to Tisha B'Av, we go through it very quickly. Maybe now we'll also go through it quickly, but at least to get a very good you know, like understanding of the kaleidoscope of, of Jewish books. Purim is coming. Let's get an understanding of the book of Esther. What about Daniel? Are you familiar with it? Or Ezra, the scribe, and Nehemiah. And Divra Hayamim, the chronicles. So when you look and get a deeper understanding, one of my pet peeves is that oftentimes Christians and others have a much better understanding of all of these books than many Jewish people. It's our writings, our teachings. We are meant to be the people of the book. Let us understand what's in these books. You know, imagine you're a librarian or the manager of a bookstore. And this 1,000-page volume arrives at your desk. And you're seeing it for the first time. You read it. And, you know, there's, there's 24 books in, in, in this huge manuscript. Now you need to put it on, on the shelf in your library. Which section are you going to put it in? You have to figure out, where does it go? And you think, oh, it's easy. Obviously, the Bible goes in the religion section. Okay. But let's say there is no religion section, because chances are, back then, religion wasn't invented yet. So where does this book go? Does it belong in the law section, in the history section, under literature, ethics, poetry, philosophy, sociology? Where do you put it? And as I mentioned before, the truth is, you could place the Tanakh in any one of those sections, it would fit right in. Because while Tanakh gives us the history of our people, it also has many laws, includes all the 613 mitzvahs, the divine commandments that God gave to Moshe at Mount Sinai. It has various, numerous ethical and moral instructions by the various prophets. So many teachings. So while it's a book of history, it's also a book of law. Right, it goes in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. History right there. And it describes the various events in the formative years of history. But like we know, there is so much more to it. Do you know it? <laughs> Let me try a quick one in this week's Parsha. I think every Jew knows who was Yashka Punt, you know, JC's mother. It's no secret. Everyone knows. Lahavda, let me ask you, who's Moses' mother? Now, if you study this week's parsha, you know it's Yechavit. How about Moses' father? 
Do you know who Moses' father was? Of course, if you study this week's Parsha, you know it's Amram. But many people don't know this. And that's why I feel it's so important that we take an, a, a deeper look at all of our history and realize that the Torah is an encyclopedia of life. As the Mishnah says, Hafachba, Hafachba, Dekhulaba. Delve into it because everything is in the Torah. Right? It's all, it's our instruction manual for life. And when we get a chance to look at it properly and to analyze it and to understand the various modes of divine communication, understand why it's divided into the various categories as it is, we'll get a much deeper appreciation and understanding of what it means to study Tanakh and to understand the various aspects going from Moses to Rabbi Akiva, going into the Talmud, going into the Mishnah, going into all these other teachings of Jewish literature and to really appreciate what it's all about. And because perhaps throughout life, you know, the various responsibilities that we have, we don't have a chance to do it. But here is an opportunity, particularly for those who are retired, to come to these shiurim on a daily basis. And besides for the exercise for the body and mind, as we have our memory classes and we have biokinetics and exercise and art classes, we also have the nourishment for the soul. And by the way, lunch afterwards as well. And we'll go deep. We'll study some, give you a taste of Kabbalah, but do the basics as well. And you'll understand the difference between the various teachings. And once we understand the relationship between the written Torah and the oral Torah, and we'll go through samples of each of each of the books, of 24 books, so you just get a taste of each one, then we'll explore various other areas or genres of, of Torah. And then we'll move on to the Medrash. What is the Medrash? Is it a set of books? Is it a methodology? What is it? And then we'll learn about the various methods by which the sages excavate the multiple layers of meaning that's contained within the words and between the lines of the biblical text. And we'll explore those mysterious pathways and even parables that you find throughout the interesting teachings of the Medrash. And when you get a taste of that, then we can move on to some other interesting teachings, and we'll talk more about that in a moment. We'll be right back. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back to Soul to Soul right here on 101.9. Hi, FM. I'm your host, Rabbi Ari Kievman, and we've been talking today about what our plans are at the Chabad Seniors Program over the coming months. And I invite all senior citizens, come join us in, in start your day the best way. You know, you come to Chabad in the morning, you'll be able to have a nice cup of coffee, meet some people, like-minded people, socialize, network, connect, and enjoy some of the other exercises and activities and then participate in the shiurim that we have planned. And we have really planned this exciting new series of classes. And like I was discussing before, when we are done talking about the Torah itself, we'll move on to the Medrash. We'll look at what is the Medrash. What is it all about? 
And then we'll move on to, from the Medrash, we will move on to the Mishnah, the compilation of teachings from Rabbi Yehuda Anasi, who actually authored, composed, compiled the oral Torah. And we'll look at what is it when we talk about the Talmud? It's it's much more than a book or a, a library of books. Many people study the Daf Yomi. You want to understand what is it about? You want to get a taste of it? We will open a Talmud. We will get a taste of it because the Talmud, in many ways, defines the Jewish experience of learning. Three years ago, this time, January first, twenty twenty, I had the privilege to be with over a hundred thousand Jews in a major stadium in New Jersey to celebrate the Siyam Hashas, the conclusion of those people who managed to study a full page, two sides of Talmud every single day for seven and a half years and conclude that series of learning. And you'll get a taste of that because what we're going to do after we've gotten a taste of the Torah, the Nevi'im, the Kesuvim, we're going to move into the Midrash and the Mishnah. And then we will take a deep dive into the sea of the Talmud. And we'll learn about the unique historical circumstances that led to the Talmud's composition. We'll acquaint ourselves with the page. We'll understand what does a daf of Gemara look like. You'll really get to study it together. And we'll sample some of the distinctive features of Talmudic logic. And this is what we're going to do. We'll... we'll experience will participate in the mind-sharpening adventures of Talmudic exposition and Talmudic debate. It is something that I look forward to do with you. So many people wonder, they never have a chance to study the Talmud of their life. They're, they're too intimidated about, by getting into the Talmud. It seems too foreign to them, too, too deep or too uh, lofty or too, I don't know what, academic. Well, don't worry. When you come you will learn together with people who haven't tasted it yet, who haven't studied it yet either. And you'll get a taste of the Talmud and understand how the Talmud shaped Jewish law. And once we're done with studying a little bit of the Talmud and getting a few different tastes of Talmud from the deep complexities and analysis that was within the Talmud and get a taste of the stories in the Talmud, which is very historical, then we'll understand how the bottom line of the Talmud is all about the halacha. The bottom line, what is the law? What is the final, and the final analysis of all this dispute and debate that goes on in the Talmud? Well, what is the bottom line? What's it all about? You have all these various texts and commentaries and deliberations within the Talmud. It's all about the do's and don'ts of our daily life. And we'll explore the history of Jewish law. We'll survey the great variety of issues and dilemmas that halacha addresses from ancient times all the way to today. And we'll see how Jewish law is shaped. We'll take some case studies to apply ancient wisdom to modern times. That's what we do. And to see how it shapes the way we live our lives to this day. And this is what our intention is, that... Even if you missed out on the Talmud Torah or the Cheder or whatever it was back in your day. Well, don't worry about it. Come join us at Chabad Seniors Club and you'll get a chance to go through these. There's no cost. There's no fee. You'll have a chance to join us, to participate, enjoy good lunch, refreshments, connect with friends, and to learn what Judaism is all about. And so 
I didn't take you through everything that's planned. We intend to go through Musar, through Jewish philosophy, through Hasidus and Kabbalah. And I, I assure you that if you join us, you will realize there's so many good and meaningful ways to live your day. As many seniors tell me, it gives them a reason to get up in the morning, to meet up with their friends, and to do the study, to sharpen their mind. And I invite you to join you, to join me to be part of this. You could come every day. You could come some days. You could come when you want. You could leave when you want. It's back to school, but this time it's cool. And I really, it's an open invitation. No cost, no fee. Join us for this because you will find your life to be much more meaningful this way. So my closing words, as we always say, is carpe diem. Seize every moment you have because remember to aspire to inspire before you expire.